Hi, I'm Anthony Mundt. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymundt.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. Tony is offering 10% of all elective classes at AMAW Studios, like movement and dance, improv, and on-camera audition class just for podcast listeners. Just use the code in the moment when booking to receive 10% off your elective class. In this week's episode, Tony interviews extreme sports athlete Casey Dean. He talks about his experience being an athlete and an actor and shares how acting is pretty low risk compared to getting caught in an avalanche. This episode offers some eye-opening perspective for all actors out there. Welcome, everyone. It's a new episode of In The Moment Podcast with my guest. I've not had a guest quite like you. Professional athlete. Yes, indeed. Slash many other things, but like we're going to have to talk about your athleticism as well. Welcome, Casey Dean. This is where I push my... (laughs) That's right. It goes wild. wild. So uh, people are probably like, what kind of professional athlete were you? Maybe we should just jump in. Although you were just telling me an interesting SAG story, so we got a lot to... A lot to cover. To cover. Um, kind of the cool thing about that is not past tense. Uh-huh. I'm still currently a professional athlete. Except look at your bum knee, everyone. You can't see yeah, but like... I just six weeks out of surgery. Was now. that from a skiing accident? Yeah. Ooh. First film trip of the year. I was over in Austria and... Those Austrian Alps. I know. They'll get you. So what happened? Did you go flying off a cliff? Yeah, on purpose. Other side of the mountain. Do you yeah. remember that movie? And yeah, and then I just went and like did a 360 off a cliff, landed on something hard, and I blew out my MCL and PCL. Oh, no. I was in surgery six hours later, and then... In Austria? In Austria. Holy hell. Flew home by myself to LA, and then that was it. Winter is pretty much... So this was like in January? Yeah, January. Yeah, first or oh, end of the first week. Oh my god! So, so our listeners know. So, when you're a professional athlete, like, is it ex- extreme sports skiing? Like, tell me what it is, because you don't do like yeah, downhill, like yeah. There's no Olympic racing. racing or, yeah, and I'm not competing or anything like that. But I work on basically the film side, where we go out and I film with a film company each year and make a basically. It's a little bit different than Hollywood, where you just do a video part. So I film with a company all year. They make a feature film that goes on, you know, iTunes and goes to film festivals and all that stuff. And then uh, of like skiing and the panorama and the mountains yeah. and, and doing tricks aerial and shots and drone shots of mm-hmm. like you and the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so that's usually like two. That's to the four dishwasher, minutes. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like a two to four minute part, and then okay, that's essentially. On. Yeah, well, I keep going. That is why. The sponsors and the, the endorsements that I have or two uh, because I'm in those films and I'm in magazines and all that stuff. And then about six, seven years ago, I went to this huge mountain bike contest and was really inspired by that. Okay. And then I started mountain biking and became Whoa. a professional mountain biker. So now I do skiing and biking full time as a dual sport. Do you uh, surf as well? I surf. You yeah. surf as well. I thought I you love did that. surfing. Jesus. Not professionally, but so, I just, I love to surf. Right? So then you get paid by like the sponsors, like ski equipment or a sports brand. Yeah, right? like I and ski they, for Eddie Bauer and right. Shred, Fisher Skis and all that stuff. That's awesome. And then on the 
um, bike side, mm-hmm. I bike for, you know, Canyon Bikes and, like, all these other sponsors, and that's how I get paid your I had a... And that's my termite inspector. (laughs) (laughs) We're just keeping it real here. The podcast, the Casa. Somebody's ears just broke. It's environmental. It's whatever. It is what it is. Um, I had a Canyon bike once and it, it, it survived my living in New York City and then I moved out here and it got stolen. Womp womp. And I haven't gotten a new bike since then. Oh yeah, I should. That would be, well now I have a hookup, but um, so, whoa, okay, so extreme sports. Is it called extreme sports? Kind of, right? You go flying yeah. off of cliffs. More I've like seen your photos sports. on Instagram. It's like great action sports. Yeah. But so now, what happens though when you landed and you busted your leg or your knee? So, so I, I basically I ruptured two of the three main ligaments inside my knee. Ugh. So they had to get surgically reattached Ugh. and took me out for the whole winter. First season in, since. In 30 years that I haven't spent the whole winter in the snow. Okay. So it's a huge... Adjustment. Adjustment, yeah. It's good that you have acting to fall back on now. Yeah. (laughs) Which we'll talk about. But it's interesting because I guess your extreme sports, you know, you're making mini movies. And so you are acting in a way. I mean, I know you're not thinking about acting because you're just doing your skiing. But like you're... You're performing, you know what I mean? You're yeah, showing off. Sure. Yeah, you're And there's doing... a lot of times when we're out filming yeah. and you're not doing the the skiing. Yeah. Because they, they need that lifestyle stuff yeah. and they need all the behind the scenes. Hey, let's and hang then, out at the jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you come down and you're excited and you know yeah. that energy. I shredded it. Yeah. But you're just so excited and and you go up to, you know, the people that you're filming with and you're excited with the other athletes right. and you're like, oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you, you just, I just, you we're going to get a tight shot. Yeah. We, we want to capture that. So yeah. we're just going to have you ski back down and then just create that same excitement and be stoked and just, just do all that again. <laughs> so essentially, yeah, I've been doing that for 10, 15 years, Whoa. you know, of being in front of the camera where they're like, do that again. Yeah. We, we want that same, make, make it seem... You know what I mean? Yeah. So essentially, you don't think about it, but you are acting when you're in front of the camera quite a bit. Well, now that you're at the school, you also can like, you're like, whatever, I'm a one-take wonder. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the Tapping funny thing. Tapping into the about, AMA W way. Yeah, and that's the cool thing actually about being at the studio and acting is that it's just so, uh, I don't know if easy is the right word, but yeah. the level of danger is so much lower. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the perfect take, right? you're like, oh, cool, I did that again. Yeah. As opposed to like, maybe you mess up filming a line skiing and then you ragdoll all the way down the side of a mountain, which I, I'm good at. You've done. Yeah, exactly. That's Or you get caught in a huge avalanche or you fall in a crevasse, something like that. There's have you like, done those things? Yeah. Oh my God. Unfortunately, I have. And those are like, life-threatening you like you you like every time that you're at the top it's kind of in the back you're taking your life in your hands yeah Yeah. and that you could die you know you think about that actually every day that i go out and it's kind of something where you you it's just in the back of your mind but you know that there's an underlying danger of being in the mountains of avalanches and crevasses Uh and stuff like that and that potentially somebody from the crew that you're filming with or one of your other friends and a different crew may not make it home that day. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but you do have, <clears throat> you're not doing it by yourself, obviously. So if something were to happen, you do have people 
there with you. You have a camera operator and yeah. right, you have like a team. Yeah, I have a team there. No. But I guess that doesn't matter if you all get caught in an avalanche. You know what I mean? Or yeah, or even one person could get caught in one, and and Jeez, I mean, who knows? Um, have you ever like been chased by an avalanche? Yeah. And I've been caught in two oh my God. really significant ones. What is that like? So you're, really you're seeing scary. and then you start to hear it or feel it or see it? Like, you know, the last time that it happened, oh man, I haven't thought about this in a while, but I was in Alaska and you're on such a huge face. Yeah. And I came in and I had my whole plan, you know, and the other two athletes went right next to me. They skied it. So I was confident and we were already confident in the snow aspect that it wasn't going to create right, an avalanche. Right. Yeah. And I got three turns in, and I knew that what's called slough, like the, you know, the snow's coming down, it's going to hit me. And then all of a sudden, I lost my skis, and I went to put them underneath me, and then I realized that everything had broken around me. And I knew I was in a really bad situation, and I tried to get out of it, and then I had to just kind of give up and got sucked off a big cliff. And what happens is after it all breaks apart, you're sliding on what's called the bed surface, which feels like pavement. So you're just getting pounded on this over and over and over, ragdolling down this this mountain. Oh my god! And it was one of the times in my life where I I thought this could this be it. it. This is easily like this is I mean wild. Like my whole life flashed before my really? eyes. Really? Yeah, you just you saw images my, or oh, my family, everything. Whoa! Just it was just flashed through my brain, and I just was like, you know what? If this is it, this is it. And I actually just kind of relaxed and, and I was just like, we'll see. Well, <clears> and I got taken for a how, minute. How emotional it still is, right? Yeah. Like it's in your body. It's so intense. And you, and I just, I honestly felt like at the bottom, I just kind of got lifted up to the top and I was in like a football field of avalanche debris and I was in the center of it. And I was, I had, kind of partially dislocated my knee, uh-huh. subluxed my shoulder. But for the most part, I was fine. I ended up just half buried. But it was really, really serious. And uh, So when when all of a sudden you're enveloped in the snow, are you just tumbling like you're doing somersaulting down the mountain kind of thing? Yeah, like the most violent. And like are at you one aware point, of it? Like are yeah. you conscious of yourself? You're fully conscious of what's happening, but you're in complete white. You, you can't know, you're know where you don't know huge, where up or down or side is, and you're getting oh. hit by these huge chunks of snow oh that my are God. probably like the size of a car. Holy heck! And it's just so violent. Like I wear an airbag that floats you to the surface, and it was so violent I couldn't even get my hand on to pull the trigger. Is that in case of an avalanche? Mm-hmm. They have an airbag now. So we're prepared. I've never heard for of that. It. Okay. Yeah. So that if you get buried, it's supposed to fill and like. And it floats you to the surface because it's similar to water. Uh huh. But yeah. isn't snow the packed heavier that it would be like concrete on you? Like it can still once it once it solidifies at the bottom and the avalanche stops uh-huh. on the flats. Uh-huh. But as you're going. The snow is all broken apart, and since you're heavier, you sink to the bottom. Uh-huh. So you Makes have sense. snow above you, and you uh-huh. can't see anything. But you're just getting violently tossed oh my all the way down. God. That gives me anxiety just listening to this story. Do you I have... remember at one point going down to where it felt like I just was hitting things so hard. It felt like I hit my arm and my shoulders so hard. I thought I'd snap my arm in half. And I just I was like, oh, I broke my arm. And then was weightless for a little bit, and then you just feel yourself crushed back into the ground, just 
for about it was about a minute of taking for ride going vertical. Yeah. And do you hear? Were you like, oh, oh, ah, oh? Are you just like not even aware of like? You're aware, but you can't even. It just. I got the wind knocked out of me. I mean, oh, I Jesus. saw. I just See. was. Like, that's that's like a bad day at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, that's, that's actually an extremely bad day at work. Yeah. But did they film this? Is this caught on camera? Oh yeah. my god! Okay. I kind of want to see it, maybe, like... I actually have footage of uh, the other I mean, I don't want to bring back bad trauma, but, like, all yeah. of our... I'm, I'm telling you, all of our listeners are going to be like, can we see that? Yeah. Maybe we'll find we'll find a way to post it on our show notes or something. I don't know. i got to talk to the engineer of our podcast. But that it's, it's just intriguing to watch it and be like, oh, wait, somebody survived that? You survived that. Yeah. And that's why when I Holy hell. am acting... Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, what is the worst that can happen? You know? Yeah, you just do a bad take or... And then you learn from You flub from a line, it. yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. die. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that I taught a foundation class last night and I was reminding them, like, what we're just playing. What's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? Nobody here is like, you're not being penalized, you're not going to be punished, you're not going to be fired, you're not going to never work again. It's just we have to keep that in context. And I actually think... You know, I was just came back from London where I was working on a, a big movie set, and I was also talking about that this week, where, um, that's one of my parents, that's my mom. Hi. We're in the middle of a podcast, mom. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone, that's Kathy Mindel right there interrupting the podcast. Would you like to be interviewed, Mimi? No, thank you. <laughs> I don't think we should cut that out. That's a blooper. I love it. We're so ragtag here. Um, it's in the moment. It is a totally in the moment. You know what? The other day I was coaching somebody up here and I, I was reading with the girl and I had the line where I say mom. And right when I said mom, my mom walked out of her room and she said, huh? And I was like, see, you can't even tell. I mean, I was in character, but she couldn't even tell that I was acting, which made me laugh. And I was like, no, mom, I'm acting. And she's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I thought you needed me. <laughs> But anyway, what I was saying is like working on this film set and working with, you know, all these well-known actors, they're all making mistakes and trying things and flubbing lines and trying it this way and trying it that way. And then, you know, finding the sweet spot and yeah. that there's no, you're not going to get fired for doing it. You know, everybody We're there is human. Yeah. And everybody's trying to figure it out. Right. I learned that actually yesterday. We talked a little bit before it started, but yesterday I worked on the first big project I've I've ever done and it yes. has like a featured background and it was a show for Apple Apple TV plus and there there was you know 10 or 15 of us background and then there was you know one of the lead actors there and I that was what was the coolest thing was just being able to watch everything go down mm-hmm. and have him running through his lines he messed up his lines like all the time five ten times yeah, of course and he didn't let it bother and then yeah. he just continued, continued on, on. And then they're like, cool, we'll do another take. Yeah. You know? And then they ended up having a lighting issue, so you got to do it again right. yeah, anyway. Of course. Yeah. And it really solidifies the fact that, yeah, you're not gonna get fired. Yeah. They're not gonna be like, yeah. okay, you made a mistake. Yeah. You're That's cut. It. You know what I mean? But yeah. you have all these weird fears in the back of your mind that are just so unrealistic. You know? Well also I think the culture and I think the sort of uh, at least for me too, the emphasis on acting training oftentimes is reinforced by our belief that we have to be perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then perfection leaves no room for not only error, but also where all the creativity is, right? So mm-hmm. if you're so 
tense about I can't mess up my line or just like lines saying lines perfectly like kind of gets you in a robotic you know existence and then when you're on set you see oh like this this movie set that I was just on one of the actors was involved in an Academy Award nominated film I think so she was here for the Independent Spirit Awards and she was she was at the Oscars so she flew then to London like a day after the Oscars so she didn't even really kind of know her lines you know what I mean that's how quickly sometimes casting comes together and you know she's just Drilling it and being like, what's my line again? And then drilling it. And then what's the, what is it? Oh, I know it. Uh, you know? And then by doing it, you find it. Um, but I think when we're young, we don't realize that. You know? Yeah. And I also, know. I mean, I want to come back to the Apple TV story because I think it's, it's inspiring for people who are trying to get their SAG card. And, uh, but just as a really quick uh, segue, like you... So, Casey came to the school like 10 years ago. This is such a great or story. Or longer, was it maybe? longer than I don't even know. Oh, holy hell. You were in the old space, though. I was in my old little space on Melrose. Love that space, but uh, love where we are now. And <laughs> um, you came with a couple friends. Uh, so I, so this was so crazy. So you came like 15 years ago when you audited a class, and then that was Cause it. Because Blake picked me up from the airport, and I was interested. Okay, know, and he's like, I'm going to a class inter- tonight. Yeah, I've yeah. always been interested in acting. He's like, hey, I can pick you up. However, you know, disclaimer, I'm going to this acting class. Do you want to come? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come, <laughs> you know? I love it. That's very, you're open, right? Yeah. But then, so, so you guys, so then cut to last, was April. it last year? Last April, almost yeah. this time last year. I'm on a flight to Vancouver to go teach at our AMAW Vancouver school. Yeah. And this guy boards the plane and he's wearing sunglasses and like definitely looks hungover and groggy and keeps Very ordering tired. like, like literally coffee. is like, yeah, like coffee. mainlining <laughs> coffee. Like every time, once we got airborne, Ding, ding. Miss, may I have another cup of coffee? Can I have a coffee? What would you like, sir? Can I have a coffee? Please, a coffee. And I was like, what the hell? That's also my normal MO. I drink that much coffee. I know, but I I kept looking over at him, and I was like, this... And you still had your sunglasses on. I was like, this dude has had a rough night. And I had all... Not judgments, but I had all these scenarios in my head about, where was he? What happened last night? Who was he partying with? Sky Vodka Room. And then... Then I think you took off your sunglasses, or maybe you didn't, and I was like, wait a minute, I know this guy. Yeah, and then we just started chatting. But this is the crazy thing, like, I remembered you had, like, I was like, I think I even mentioned it, and then you mentioned Taya, and then of course it all came back to me, so like, I'm really great with faces, even though it had been 15 years, I was like, I remember you. And to back this up on my side, it's just so mind-blowing, because maybe a year before I met somebody who's one of the biggest stunt coordinators in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And basically he was just like, you are a stunt man. You should be a stunt man. And I was like, yeah, I am a stunt man. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then he put it in my head. He's like, if you're going to do it, you have to take some acting classes. Yeah, yeah. And then I met a few other people that are stunt men and they're like, you have to take acting classes. Yeah. So a couple of weeks before we meet, <clears throat> I'm Googling acting classes oh, in shit. LA. Okay. And so I'm like, Anthony Mindel, this, that, and all these other ones. And I was like, I don't know. There's so many. What do yeah, I do? Yeah, there's like a thousand, yeah. And I, and I kind of remember, I was like, I'm pretty sure Anthony Mindel was the maybe the class I went to. Yeah. And then I couldn't, I, I was going to message I guess I wasn't that Taya. memorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to message Taya. Fuck you. No, and I was, <laughs> was going to ask her. Like, where like, did we go? Where did you yeah, go? Yeah, what was yeah, it? Yeah. To make sure there was the right one. Yeah, yeah. Gave up. Wake up on the plane, start talking oh, to this guy. Oh my god, I love it. And he's it. like, well, I was like, what do you do? He's like, I work in the entertainment industry. And I was like, doing what? 
And Anthony Meisel. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And then we took a picture for Taya and she just got married and... And then you just anyway, happened to be doing And then that I was going intensive. to Vancouver, and you were going to Vancouver, and then I was teaching an intensive there, and you sat in, and your mm-hmm. mind was blown, because it is really mind-blowing. Yeah. And you were like, okay, I think I'm ready to do this. And then, I, know, I remember actually you being like, what do you think? Like, and I was like, what do I think? I'm like, I want to do it. Like, I don't want to audit. I like wanted to oh, just I love be it. I know, it. but it's like, you know, look, it's also, sometimes, you know, I think it's also about people being ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, you had a lot of life to live and a lot of your other explorations to fulfill, you know, mm-hmm. and what's great about acting is you can come to it at any point. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And and I also think certainly the way we work, I feel like sometimes for, it can be really intimidating early on for people who have no acting experience because it's radically honest. Oh we yeah. Call people on bullshit. It's really inspiring, but you're like, whoa, there's some really good actors here. And so we compare ourselves like... I'm not there yet. And we overthink it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I used to be a bad actor. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? I don't even use that word, but like, I didn't really know what I, I was doing. I used to doing. be a bad skier. Yeah. You just keep... I learn. You learn. Like, you, you know? learn. Here comes the inspector. <laughs> it's annual termite inspection day. Um, so, yeah. So then, now you've been at RLA school for a while. And then, so this is a cool story you were just telling me before we aired, is... So this is how it happens, right? So you got cast in a short film, and then you were saying how this producer saw you in the short. A director. A director yeah. did. And she was like, who's this dude? Yeah, and literally she's, that, that. And she's piece. producing the Apple show, or was she she's, the director? She's just a director for, a a, few, for I think, three episodes. Okay, yeah. wow. And so, and so she saw you in the short. Yeah, my friend that did it. Okay. Uh, we kind of put it together, you know? And it just started off the idea of doing something of me because I ride motorcycles. And he said, hey, I want to I film you riding a motorcycle in the L.A. River. And okay. I said, okay, cool. And then I was like, well, what if we did a narrative? When there's no water in it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. and then okay. what do you want to do? Let's do maybe a narrative. And then that turned into one thing. And then next thing you know, we're shooting. And, you know, he just wanted to critique it. And, and she was like, hey, who's this guy? I, you know, he looks great on camera and he's a good actor. I'd, I'd like to use him in the future and then she got a hold of me and we, we chatted oh and she's God, like you're gonna it. be she, and the, the cool thing is just I think having a just a believing in yourself and mm-hmm. believing in the path mm-hmm. and just trusting you know and when somebody comes to you and says hey I wanna use you just just believe in it yeah that's right and she yeah did. why wouldn't we cause yeah. that was last fall she's like I'm going to be doing something, you know, in... In the new year, Yeah, in the right? new year. I would love to use you. And I said, great. That would be amazing. And I, we just, I just worked on that yesterday. That's so awesome. And you got two SAG vouchers. Yeah, which is huge. Yeah. And you need yeah. one more. And then your SAG must pay. Yeah. <laughs> your SAG. Congratulations. Yeah. Give us $2,000. But that's somebody give us your money. But that's awesome. Yeah, that's how it happens. It's really uh, to really me. Cool. It's like yeah, what you just said are really key points. Like work begets work, and you just do the work, and you can't. We have no control over where it goes or how it gets seen. And also, I think people, I think actors worry too much about. You know, your our job is just to be as honest as we can in the work, and even if the like, even if a project doesn't work or it, it's not the best thing, it doesn't matter. Like if you're focusing on your work, you'll be good in it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. You know, I think sometimes people get caught up in that and they're like, well, I don't really know about this project. And I was like, well, as long as you're not compromising your ethics or your morals, just say yes to stuff because yeah. you learn and you know what I mean? And that's one thing that was really cool about being on set is, you know, like I mentioned earlier is, you know, watching the, you know, the lead kind of make a few mistakes yes. and then just boom, Rush and it he yeah. nailed it. Yeah. But realizing that and then also realizing that when you work on those small projects say it's one camera no lighting no nothing and you go back and forth and you do your close-ups and you do your wide shot you realize that it's the exact same thing when you're on the biggest Biggest set set. it doesn't matter how many background people or there's a hundred people on the side and video village all that stuff it's still the exact exact same same thing thing. it's about what's going on in you it's about being truthful and honest that's right in your acting and then they're going to capture that. That's right. And it's Whether just it's a on like a really expensive camera, you know what I mean? Or an iPhone. Or, yeah, that's it right. Does it's not all, matter. you're right. It's all the same. And that's a really great point. I think also, you know, the only difference is in something like, again, this project I was working on, they shot, the, the day I was there, they shot only a half a page. So like half of a scene or mm-hmm. it was a small scene, right? That was the only thing they shot all day. So that was yeah. one day. So they shoot, you know, they for those kind of movies, they shoot usually a page a day. So they literally shot 10 hours and they just covered it this way and that way and this way and that way and this way and this person. And so you have so many opportunities to like run your lines. And, you know, to me, the odds yeah. are always in the favor of the actor of getting at least one line. You're going to get it right somehow because they're covering it all the time, you know. So you're right. It's completely the same. It's just big versus small. You know, mm-hmm. like and two people watching you. It's a two-person crew versus a two-hundred-person crew. But and the deal is, there's no difference. No, there is no difference. You're yeah. totally right. I mean, you could put pressure on yourself and this and that, but yeah. really, it comes down to it's the exact same. Yeah. And realizing too, it's easier than being like at the studio and being in class. This is what I was saying. It's so much easier. Even doing the a couple shorts that I've worked on. Like I just filmed one with uh, with my girlfriend, and it's just so much fun. Is hey, let's do that again. Let's do it like this. I let's know. do it the other way. I know. And you have the script down. You have it memorized. You know. And I heard this a while ago. I don't remember who was saying it, but they're like, at the studio, what we do and what you teach. You over-prepare people. Yeah, I've said that. Yeah. Yeah. And so the first audition that I ever went to... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think I might have told you about this, but, uh, you know, I get called into a final callback uh, for, like, a teaser pilot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I show up. I haven't seen any sides. I walk into this boardroom, just, you know, the classic three, four producers. Right, sitting Director there. Yeah. in a suit. A couple actors sitting there, a guy in the camera, and then boom, here's your sides, let's go. And I just, I felt so fortunate. I was like, oh my God, thank God for AMAW. <laughs> and I just was like, I got this. And I had confidence because of what we did there. Oh and my I God, just, I'm sure. I read through it, you know, a couple times and I was like, all right, yeah, screw it. Let's and they're like, it. you're ready? Yeah. <laughs> I know, and, they don't believe it sometimes. I know. And I felt so happy to, to have that. But then when you go to being on set or in front of camera and it's all memorized and it's, then it's just like, oh, this is fun. And it's totally play. This is easy. Yes, it is. And also like what I was telling someone the other day too is, yes, about the over-preparing, meaning 
on set, you know, sometimes you just have to like tell the truth for five seconds. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have one line and they're just capturing that one line. A lot of times, like again, this movie set, it was like line by line. Sometimes they would feed the actor the line and she would just do a rollout of like, if the line was like, get out of here, I'm changing. She would just say, get out of here, I'm changing. Get out of here, I'm changing or whatever. She would just kept doing it. That sounded terrible, but she just kept doing it different ways. Mm -hmm. And then that's literally all you have to do is string together tiny moments. You know what I mean? But I think it's important that we also are trained for the two hour version because depending on the filmmaker and the nature of the, the, the storytelling, like you're screwed if what if you have a big long scene and they're not cutting away, which is really like I'm interested. That's the kind of stuff I'm kind of I film that way and a lot of foreign, you know. And you hear about stuff Parasite. Too. Parasite had a lot of um, Bong Joon Ho does a lot of long takes without cuts. Um, a Newsroom lot. was like that. Newsroom was like Jeff that. Dan yeah, you got to be able to like. Yeah, you're right. So I think it's both, but you're right. A lot of times it's just stringing together a few moments. And then if you mess up, let's try the moment again. But you know, I think it's good because I think, yeah, I've had people who are on shows who've come back and told me they're like, oh my God, Tony. Like also the nature of TV is moving so fast too. So a lot of times the things that we are preparing students for in the real world, you don't have that luxury because they're like, okay, we got it. We're moving on. And you're like, wait, what? That was like a horrible take. And I only got two takes. You know what I mean? They're like, no, we got it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is why we can't be judgmental of other people's work because we're not aware of the circumstances surrounding, you know, production. It's not, it's not sometimes it doesn't favor the actor sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes you're going to get caught in an avalanche, metaphorically. You know what I mean? And the actor is fucked because you're not really capable of doing your best work because there's so many things that are as equally as important as the actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it's the same thing like in skiing or biking. If you prepare, you train, you know, you're in the gym all the time and you're ready and you show up and you're... You're accountable. You're like right there. That's and, right. And you're good to go. Yeah, that's and right. So it's the same thing with acting where, you know what, you go to go to class, you work on stuff all the time and you're like working those acting muscles and then you go to set and you're prepared the best you can and that's you're right. going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, but as long as you go for it, yeah, you can't. Well, also, I think you're right. I think class prepares you for doing the job even when you don't feel quote unquote prepared. And also, you know, I think, I think actors we have a judgment about ourselves in the work that we could have done it better or we wish we had another take or but that also is technique is supporting you even when you're feeling like you're not doing your best because yeah, you because been, that's human though that's true i mean i have that when i'm skiing where i'll ski a line or and you'll be like that sucked yeah and i'm like but, that's and the and the filmer's like dude that's good let's move let's go get and you're something like, no. else yeah but my point is is that's technique you've been doing it for so long you can do it and even when you're he- in your head about it it's still supporting you that's the reason why we train and study and work it out and process. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really like no joke. Then you're able to, then you're able to do it no matter what people are throwing at you. I think, Um, I mean, in my small amount of experience, I mean, I haven't even been acting a year yet. Oh my God. That's so crazy. I forget. Yeah. It was just like a year ago. I mean, when I came to the studio, I'll never forget. I, I did, uh, my foundations with Sean. Okay. Yeah. And it was cool because there was, just every level in foundations for those of you that don't know uh, that are listening I mean 
I had never read a script with oh, somebody. Wow. <laughs> no, I'd never yeah. gone back and forth. So yeah. there's me, and then Sam was in class. You know Sam Hunt, oh, yeah. and so he's okay. been he's really, an actor yes, forever. Advanced, yeah. And so yeah. there was everybody from me to Sam. Little old me, yeah. And Sean, I think he was just like, okay, uh, you know, what do you hope to learn? What do you hope to gain? What do you look for? Blah blah blah. Go and tell us who you are, where you're from. And it goes around and comes to me, and I was like, well, um, yeah, my name's Casey, and I'm uh, I I don't really know what. I'm looking to learn and gain. And he kind of like looked at me cross-eyed like, okay. <laughs> Honey, please. Like you're so experienced. And I was like, <laughs> and then I finished because I've never actually acted before or read a script. And there was just like this hush in the room. <laughs> and Sean's like, <clears throat> no bad habits. <laughs> but it's I was just like, all right, let's go. Let's just do this and see how it, how it works out, you know? I taught a foundation last night and there were like four people in that class who've never taken an acting class before. And it was so inspiring to see them get up and they were already killing it. Like, you know, I would give them an adjustment and they would drop in more and like be more available. And then all of a sudden they were starting to tell a story really honestly without, you know, obviously we have to keep like refining the raw talent there, the rawness of it. Yeah. But you see people who don't come to the table necessarily with tricks and sort of, you know, I always say neither one is preferable because even like, so then in that class, I also had, you know, somebody who's been in a Sundance movie or somebody who's been yeah. working a lot. And, and it, it's what I love about our school is we're really working with each person based on where they are. You know what I mean? And your needs are not Sam's needs. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And Sam's sure. needs are not Nicole Kidman's needs and Nicole Kidman's needs are not Ryan Gosling needs. And the more I think we can really honor like our journey through it do you find that there's a place for you? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that also as you understand your journey, understanding that what, exactly what you were saying is that you're so different from everybody else. Yeah. And everybody's don't... at a different place. Even in the classes that I'm in now, you know, I'm with Barb and, and Jordan and stuff, and there's people that you're in and out of class, you know, Jordan, that are working all the time. Yeah. And we're all just kind of doing our same thing and I learn from everybody else but even you know the the critiques and, and the lessons that Jordan's working with other people don't necessarily apply, apply to, to me yeah that's right I actually just had an epiphany uh, in class recently uh, from doing this short film with my girlfriend that um, you know like watching Lauren who actually we haven't even talked about this Lauren went to the studio your girlfriend yeah Lauren Compton. Oh. And so she actually, when we met, I was like, oh, I'm like acting and this and that. And, and she was like up on the tip of her tongue. And I was like, I'm going to AMAW. And she's like, I was going to suggest that. Aww. So I know it is six degrees of AMAW. <laughs> it is. Everybody goes to our school. I love it. I think I've trained everybody in LA. I love it. It's so cool. It's amazing. It's, it's such a great place just meeting people you know you can find your lover your ex-lover yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend yeah. about somebody you want to write something for yeah a, you know people, people to work with oh everything. my god writers co-writers people yes are yeah. you kidding me yes but i um i realized how different but anyway my epiphany was that for me i need to push i need to like go 
like what feels just like I'm pushing and almost like faking it a yeah. little time to so like push up and over the yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gets me to the level yeah. where I am, yeah. where I don't have to reel it back. Yeah. And it and I've heard, a Jordan, you know, and and you guys t- have to rein some people in a yeah. little bit. It's different for each person. That's I don't right. have to be reined in. Yeah. I'm like usually like lower. Low key, and bar chill. two is always just like do go more. Harder. You need to go. Go harder. And I, I fully just realized that I was like, oh, that's what that is. I need to just push myself to that point, and then once I get going, that's what it is. That's the it feeling. It finds for its me. own ballast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the thing. We have to. Some some actors have to overshoot it, and then then once they are like getting in that gear, the gear naturally just downshifts, and then you're in the right zone. You know yeah. what I mean? And that that just clicked with okay, me. Okay, cool. Recently, I love it. Like, yeah. Super super cool feeling. Yeah. To, understand that and kind of like understand where I am you yeah. know because for me in acting is just understanding my range and in, in where I'm going you know okay see I think the thing a, a great thing for listeners to remember too is I think what we do in acting just like in life we seek homeostasis so our this is so cool like what so our general go-to especially let's say if we're working on something really challenging like once we've gotten you know past sort of the basic drills and like you're in a more advanced class now so like so once we start working on things that are more outside of our wheelhouse look I'm getting goosebumps sometimes it's one person like you seeks homeostasis by being chill because that's your mm-hmm. comfort zone or being less you know, demonstrative. Somebody else's comfort zone that they have to be pulled back from is maybe they really go for shit because they love to live. They feel more comfortable being in the big and the dramatic because that to them is like a safety space. See what I'm saying? So acting to me is always trying to like sift, sift out all the granular to get to like the gold of the, this is a crazy analogy, but that's kind of it, right? To the, the gold of each person. And that's, that's what's fun is finding, yeah, finding that it. stuff it's because it. it's not just an acting it's finding it in yourself right. as an everyday it's like thing all life. Yeah. and what like what challenges you but also where your comfort zone's in yeah. and, and what you hide behind and I realize that a lot in the studio because like I've done impressions and voices my whole life right. so like I can do something and, and hide a little bit and feel comfortable just being like I might well, like, I reckon I could just dirty like a voice and like you know I'd be like oh, I'm just an Aussie yeah Aussie yeah. Andy you know, right, like, yeah. and I'm just stoked to be here and stuff <laughs> and it's good. so easy to do that and kind of it drops the voice down right. does this and that but yeah. when it's just you yeah and you're starting you being to being seen yeah, yeah that's like whoo, like I yeah. got that <laughs> I know I you know it's crazy but it's a really cool thing to do that and, and uh, just just working through all of that is so much fun but it's once like, you find that and you understand how to work that, then things have, like, that's where you're saying now, like, I'm really starting to have fun now mm. at the studio and just exploring different stuff like that, where once I start going with a scene, then I'll do that. I'll throw a voice in or an accent or, you know, and just kind of, like, free it up as much as possible, you know? I think it's, like, a radical acceptance of self acting is, you know what I mean? 100%. You know, like life. And it's cool for me because seeing how it just transfers over into my everyday life. Oh, always. Like my parents, we just, you just saw my mom, like I get triggered by my parents still <laughs> at my age. You know what I mean? And I'm trying, I think, and I told myself this morning, I was like, I think I'm doing better. Like, I, like compared to last year, let's say when I would get triggered and maybe have a blowout with my mom. But like, I'm like, you know, I have to radically self-accept 
that I, she pushes my buttons or I get triggered and that's okay. It's a part of me. It's there to show me parts mm-hmm. like more tolerance or more patience and more acceptance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then also seeing like on a gradation, like, am I moving forward? And yeah, you know, that doesn't mean like it's perfect. You know, I think we, again, this culture sort of, there's no perfect ski run. There's yeah. no perfect race. There's no perfect performance, you know? And so if we just get the perfection, the, the seeking for perfection out of it and stay in the process of it. I it's, think it's not seeking perfection. Uh, for me personally, it's seeking being better. Yes. You okay, know, yes. I want to be a better skier. I want to be, I want to be a better actor yeah. always. Yeah. And that will never change. I want to be a better person, you know, because being better, no matter what it is, I want to be better for other people to be around, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what being a better person is. And also for me, part of it is being a better actor is finding more stuff in myself yeah. and figuring like exactly what you said of what triggers you and how to deal with things better. And in the end, it all comes back down to being a better person for other people to be around. Yeah, it's true. You know? That's and if, I mean, if everybody did that. I know. Uh, so wouldn't it be an amazing place to live in? <laughs> yes. Everybody should take... Listen, listeners, if you haven't taken an acting class, I'm sure it's only actors who listen to me, but you need to. Yeah. It makes for better people, I think. I have, you know, reading your book. Yeah. Like I was, <clears throat> talked a little bit about this yesterday, but there's other books that I've read and, you know, there's like self-help books. Yeah. I feel like your books are almost just like self-help books. Yeah, they are. Because when I well, first read them, I told other people, I was like, you should read this. You're uh-huh. like, I'm not... You're like, I'm, they're an not, I'm not an actor. I and I was like, I know, but just, just like read it and read the points in the book yeah. because they pertain to yeah. everyday life. Yeah. You know I tried I mean? it like Zen in the Art of Archery is a, you know what I mean? I'm not an archerer, but like those books teach like a universal principle applied to whatever it is we're doing. And that's kind of how I use acting as a metaphor for presence and awareness and yeah. compassion and you know what I mean? All these things that, you know, I hold near and dear to my heart and... Well, I'm so glad you're a part of it, Casey, that we it's, saw each other a year ago. It's so cool. So, okay, so let's do the speed round really quick. Like, we talked so long already. I love it. And I just think it's going to be so cool for our guests to ponder what it would be like to be an extreme sports enthusiast and how it's all the same. You know what I mean? Like, skier, bowler, actor, singer, dancer, technician. Like, what does it matter? Like, how do you bring yourself to everything we're doing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so speed round. I don't have my speed round list, and I, this, you're like my first podcast of the year, so let's see. I know, I'm always, oh, oh, shit. Okay, so what is something you can't do without? Acting. Aw, okay. Um, and coffee, but... <laughs> oh, that's right, yes. First thing that came to mind was Okay, acting. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? It's so dramatic. Oh, Treasure Island. With Charlton Hessen oh, and Christian Bale. Christian Bale Wait. was maybe 16. I was going to say, Charlton Hessen did a movie with Christian Bale? Look at that. I, I, I love Holy that hell. movie. And I okay. grew up just with watching With the Treasure Island books? Because it was a book. Movie. But that was a but movie. But that made movie, a movie I watched so Never many even times heard of it. Kid. Okay, wow. And I love Charlton Hessen. And, uh, and yeah, Christian Bale. That, but I mean, as a kid, that was like... That yeah. was it. Yeah. Imagine being... Christian Bale is that that the ship's boy on there, and that Whoa. was just me as a kid, just running my imagination. Okay, but that's, I'm gonna have to like Google that. Yeah, that's okay. probably. I would say that's it for sure. I mean, there's a lot of 
Charlton yes. Heston was amazing in Planet of the Apes. Did you ever see like mm-hmm. the oh, original? Yeah. Holy hell, yeah. he was he was really great in that. Yeah. I think he went a little and, bit uh, off the boards later on in life because politically. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll leave that for another podcast. And you know what? The other interesting thing about that movie actually is Charlton Heston's son directed it. Ooh, a, a Treasure Island or Planet of the Apes? Treasure Island. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Ah, that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. What is, uh, who's your favorite celebrity crush? Could be male or female. Uh, I guess Charlize Theron probably. Oh, she's really good. And she's just She talks gorgeous. about acting, so like. And she's just such a, she's just, she's just an amazing actress. Yeah, she's actress. just there. She's just and, doing but it. But she's an amazing person too. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's one of the cool things that actually I, I, I had this perception of acting of just like, oh, if you're an actor, you're just like, you're, you're an actor, you stay in your lane, that's the only thing you do. And then when I start like learning and seeing about, you know, uh, you know, people like Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa does so, so much, much for stuff. the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I love. It's like the platform that you, you can gain from. To make a difference. And, right? oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. is, that's like one of the coolest things about, yeah. you know. Celebrity. That, that yeah. is the cool thing about being a celebrity is yeah. being able to affect change, you know? And that, that is such an interesting thing because the idea of becoming a, a successful, well-known actor for me is so that you can work all the time and so you can be acting. And then the celebrity thing is you realize it's going to come along with it. And then you're like, oh, it's like a side effect. Mm-hmm. But then you think like, oh, what can you do? You're like, oh, you can do so many cool things with the side effects, yeah. you know, and you can work with so many different foundations and you can uh, just to help affect change. And, you know, even if it's just like raising somebody's consciousness to being a more positive person. That's right. Yeah. If you it, can spread that to the people that follow you and, and love your work, then that's, that's it. That's the point. And I see. I, I have mean, a lot of actors who do that. It's really powerful. You know and I mean? so Charlize is, yeah. she's a babe. Yeah. But on top of <laughs> but that. But she's also. She does yeah, so much She stuff. speaks out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how would you describe acting in one word? Uh, Silence. Uh, yeah. Speechless. I, uh-huh. It is I hard to describe. So much. Right. I, 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 like unreal. Yeah. It was the only thing. It's just like. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't even know if I could... I mean, Joaquin Phoenix just calls it the mystery. It is, you know. Yeah. And how do you describe love? Happiness. I always like to end my podcast saying, my definition of love is this moment right now. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> it is, it's true. I love you, I'm so glad you were here. It's really inspiring. So, oh, perfect timing. Yeah. There's the termite man. So, Casey, you're going to tell the audience where they can find you on the socials. You can find me on the socials at K C D E A N E, Casey Dean. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn, YouTube. It's all the same. Okay, did you hear all that? If you guys need a good termite inspector, I will give you <laughs> Danny's info. Yes. Um, thanks for listening, people. Be inspired. Keep creating your magic and your art. And hopefully uh, you can check out Casey's stuff and maybe we can find the avalanche that he survived. Okay, till next time. Bye.